Gotta crack my back like a drum. <sighs> Stretch those eight legs. Till I can No, that wasn't very good. You know what else isn't good? This show. Cue the intro. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Idiots Rolling the Dice, episode 9 of the Epic. I am your Dungeon Master, Mimic the Idiot, uh, guiding us through this wild and zany journey we got going on here. Uh, and I am joined today by my friends. Uh, starting first today with Mr. Jimmy. Whoa, cue the intro. I didn't know I was first. <laughs> anyway, Jimmy here, playing Jay Dragonborn. Uh, a stealthy... Ranger, who's still missing shots, but you know I'm having fun with it. I'm glad to be with my friends uh, playing again this week. Um, let's have some fun, guys. Uh, next up, Mr. Play to Fool. Hello, hello. I'm Play to Fool playing, <clears throat> losing my voice and playing Jay Dragonborn, uh, self-taught wizard, trying to adventure with his newfound friends and not die in the process and wondering what's going on with his family now that he's refound his sister Ooh, and next up playing somebody we have yet to meet mr vex what's poppin'? i play vex i play vex wow you play... yeah me i, I play myself <laughs> official official actor of myself yes uh i mean i'm always acting am i right <laughs> all right now um we'll find out who i play soon enough hopefully yeah hopefully um so last time was a little rough uh our heroes made their way to thebes uh after avoiding a shakedown at the gate they learned that the former king oedipus was no longer in power uh and that in conjunction with all the displaced soldiers returning home uh a thebes had been plunged into a state of turmoil with all the political and social societal conflict uh jack searched around for answers about how his new about his new trident eventually leading him to a suspicious priestess who revealed to him that the only way to break the curse was to return the trident to hell um after getting a rest the gang searched for ways to get to hell uh, leading them to seek out Ares's help in finding the queen of hades herself miss persephone uh however the god of war didn't take uh the back talk from some of the party well and Jax was dragged in chains to a secret hideout. Uh, the remaining party went back to Thebes in search of any information to help find Jax. Uh, however, the bounty on them, them from Athens had, had caught up with them, and an assassin began chasing them throughout the city. So, uh, for starters, Daisy is running late tonight. Her baby's having some issues, so we will be starting without her. Hopefully she can join um, throughout, the throughout the session. Slow it down. Breathe. Those are all going to be good things for me, right? Um, but where we last left off, uh, Talia, Jade, and Demetri Demetrius and Boxy were all being shot at um, by an assassin of some kind through, uh, like, open-air library type thing. Demetrius had just seen his sister, who he hadn't seen since she left for the war, um, and she told him to get to the free city um on the northern edge of Boeotia uh you guys made your escape out of the immediate danger of the assassin um 
and you, Boxy, the three of you and Boxy tucked into like a abandoned building, run down, um, waiting for your next move. Uh, so here we are, uh, and Boxy's like, guys, we're going to have to get out of this city. This is not going to be good for us as long as we stay here. Yeah, I really don't want to get shot anymore. I think yeah, not getting shot would be really, really helpful for most of our health. <clears throat> I have to agree with that. So, I mean... So, go ahead. With, with the mercenaries after us, I'm sure they're guarding the front gate, so there's nowhere we're just walking out of the city. Uh, Go ahead and make an insight check for me. Nine. Nine. Um, you don't know for sure. Uh, you The one thing you did over here, or like you kind of know in general, is that like Athens, specifically Athens and Thebes, are not on the best of terms. So like, you don't know for sure if they're going to have the front gate blocked because an assassin from Athens is here for you. Or you don't know if this guy is acting alone. Um, there's just a lot of uncertainty around here um uh jade how about you go ahead and give me a insight or history check too uh 11 insight so same kind of thing that um demetrius learned is it it's you don't know if this is if their sister is acting alone or acting with a group of the guards throughout the city um and since i mean since you guys have that uncertainty there are a couple things you think you could um maybe do you like obviously from coming into the city you it's run down there's a lot of crime here um so you could find some unsavory characters to you know maybe help smuggle you out um you also know um that like you overheard from talia talking to some of the people earlier in the day or yesterday, uh, that a lot of people think relatively highly of King Creon, uh, the current king of Athens. Um, and like I said, you know, Athens and Thebes are not on great terms. Um, or you could just try to get out of the city. Maybe we should get out of the city, guys. Well, I'm definitely for getting out of the city, but are we just going to, like, stroll out of the city, or are we going to try to find, like, a way that would be safer for us and hopefully avoid conflict hopefully get out of here without without getting conflict if at all possible uh and boxy kind of speaks up he goes uh he goes i mean most assassins just try to get in and out right like you don't know if it's it's really a. Uh... I mean, those guards that we saw at the front gate—they're fucking morons. They probably the assassin. Any good assassin is probably not going to work with those idiots. And if they do, we can. Just, if those guys try to stop us, we can stop them. We can stop the fuck out of them. Really, not the 
guards at the gate that I'm worried about. I'm worried about if the guy that's shooting arrows at us is working with a team that has the front gate guarded. We can take a look. We could. At this point, do they know that Boxy's with us? Um, you don't know off the top of your head. Like, um, the guards probably saw you come in with Boxy. Um, but like, Boxy's also like a sort of shape changer and has some, has some additional talents. Um, I mean, can literally just become like the shape of a box. Okay, and the building that we're in now, is it <coughs> safely hidden enough away that, like, uh, Jade and Talia would be safe here if they were left alone? It's a decrepit building in a city full of decrepit buildings. Um, so it's like a needle in a haystack kind of deal. Yeah. <clears throat> it's kind of like the burning buildings, you know, that we find everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Or, the, excuse me, the destroyed buildings we find everywhere. Right, so here's what I'm thinking. Boxy can shapeshift into anything he wants. Not I anything. I can't, I can't, I can't, I well, can't well, shape yeah. into anything. But, like, you can change your form. Yeah. And I can disguise myself. So, why don't we do that? I'll disguise myself. You shapeshift into slightly different humanoid figure if that's possible and we'll go see what's going on in the front gate uh okay yeah boxy um he like opens his head back up puts the mask he had on in in it um puts a different mask uh back uh or puts a different mask on he says or like i could just be a box that you carry too that could work that would work kind of like you. a suitcase yeah so he just like shapeshifts into like a fucking little crate um, and it says, hi-ho, Silver. All right, so I disguise myself as just run-in-the-mill normal human <clears throat> and pick Boxy up and start walking towards the front gate. Okay, uh, give me a stealth check with advantage, please. Hmm. Oh, that's... is going to be a six six um okay uh so you guys i mean you're a human carrying a box a uh, little crate uh through a little kind of market district um uh you guys you make it unaccosted to the the gate um sort of uh you so you what you can see immediately is like you get to the the main entrance of the city that you guys come in and out of a couple times so far uh it looks like guards are just standing there doing their normal thing uh it's not the same crew that came in or that was there when you guys came in yesterday so it looks like there may be a shift change maybe those guys are on lunch 
Um, and so it's different group of guards that haven't seen you before, you haven't seen them before. Um, and I mean, people are coming and going relatively easily. Uh, give me perception checks, though. I'm rolling great today. 11. 11. Um, Foxy had this perception. Oh, he has a lot. Um, Seven. Uh, so, Jade, you and Talia um, are still, are kind of like back in a hiding out while Demetrius and Boxy go on the stealth mission. Um, but uh, you you don't really see anything suspicious while you're kind of like keeping a watch um, out for, for like back at where you are. Um, but the uh, Demetrius, you don't really see anything out of the ordinary. Um, and Boxy kind of pipes up. He's like, I mean, there's everything looks pretty normal up here, to be honest. Uh, I know I've looked around. I've cased plenty of joints in my life, and I know I know escape routes and stuff. Um, but there, I think that assassin might have just caught with the bounty and tried to take us out on his or try to take y'all out by himself. Uh, I don't know. Nothing, uh, Boxy basically indicates that nothing seems out of the ordinary up here. Okay, so we would seemingly just be able to stroll out the front gate. I'm gonna head back to the building and let Jade and Talia know that. Okay. And I think that maybe that's our best bet, is just, like, hightail it out of the city and try to get to the, the free city. Okay. Jade, how do you feel about that? Just high tail. I, I agree with him. Okay. Um, so we're going to need another stealth check. Uh, Demetrius, you can still make it with advantage. Um, Talia does very good. Um, Eight. Fourteen. Fourteen. At least I rolled in double digits that time. Uh, well, the good news is Talia and Boxy both beat a 20. Um, so as you guys are, like, walking back, uh, or, like, kind of, like, ducking in and out of these alleyways through the um, city, uh, like, as you guys are leaving, uh, somebody that, somebody from yesterday uh, pipes up and is like, Hey, that's the lady that shit out of Snake! Um... And he's like, oh, fuck, there's a dragon. Uh, but then, like, some commotion starts to, like, attract. Um, but the guards are not fast enough to get in your way. And you guys are able to get out of the city. Um, seemingly. Uh, so you guys make it out. Um, Boxy uh, has given you... Er, uh, Jade, Smacky, your friend from the service... Like, kind of told you where this this free village was. Um, and um, Jax, after talking, or in all the communications yesterday, um, it got passed along that the um, village here is kind of like a... It's kind of on, like, the northern border of Beosha and, like, the shadow of these, like, mountains thing. Uh, 
nearby the adjacent province, um, which is Focus. Yeah, Focus is the next province over, which is actually the province where, or region where Delphi is located in that next province over. Um, so you guys will be heading a little north into the west um, around another large lake um, to get there, if that's what you guys want to do. I'm going to say this is definitely the best plan for now. I agree on that. Get to that city and hopefully we'll be safe there. Hopefully. Um, okay, so you it's like, it's about a half day's walk from where you guys are currently. Um, would anyone want to search for, does anyone want to search for like supplies or do anything else while you're making your way out there? what would we be able to find like other than the obvious things for like Demetrius and Talia and their spells which they always look for anyway uh yeah so Talia looks to like forage for some food and stuff doesn't really find anything um as you guys have kind of had like a whirlwind last few days realistically um and all are pretty uh fucked up going on here uh i mean you can look for food you can look for like supplies for potions um or just like anything out of the ordinary i think that'd be a good idea just to keep our eyes open for anything that might just seem odd okay uh go ahead and give me perception checks Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Um, so, Jade, you don't really find anything, um, but Demetrius, you go uh, as Talia is kind of like scavenging for, for like foods and stuff. Um, Demetrius, you uh, find some berries that you know Talia can make into a health potion. So Talia has the ingredients to make another health potion, basically. Um, now, then, um, Boxy kind of pipes up again. He's like. How long ago did they put that that bounty on you from Athens? Or like, how long how long ago was it? Were you guys in in, in Athens? It's been like three days. Of, yeah, it's been like a couple of days. So, I mean, Thebes is like the nearest big city to to Athens here. Like, so they they'd be the first ones to know, right? Mm-hmm. Um. So the good news is probably the further north we head, the less chance there's going to be that people are going to try to kill you for gold, you know, at least early on. But uh, you know, I guess that's a that's a good thing. But it's something you guys are going to have to be on the lookout. It's probably not the last assassin you guys are going to have to face. We're going to have to face. So I want to keep you guys alive. You guys are fun. I oh, want to keep me alive, too. Survival and, instinct and, is very and, important. And, and, well, like, who wants to be dead anyway? Some people, maybe. 
I'm sure there's a lot of people that want to be dead. Uh, but, you know, okay. You know, I don't want to be dead until I can break my curse. And I'm sure you guys don't want to be dead until you can stop this big, messy, evil thing. Right? At least. Most definitely. And then have, like, long, happy lives being celebrities and saviors of the world afterwards. Uh, there's also one other thing. Uh, when we were looking around the library, uh, I noticed, you know, we learned that Ares had spent a lot of time in, like, Beosha and shit, and, like, he killed the fucking, or, like, the, kind of where Thieves was, was, like, where a monster of his was slain, right? Uh-huh. Uh, but I did pick up that he spent some time, uh, on a mountain just outside of Delphi. Or not too far outside of Delphi, uh, when he was a boy. So if he has like a secret hideout place, maybe it's there. I don't know. As good a place as any to start. Yeah. But I mean, Demetrius must be like fucking. You said you saw your sister, right? You guys have been like walking for a couple hours now. Um. Yeah, she was in the library. I wonder what the fuck she was doing. I don't know, but she told me that my father is in the free city. And Jade, you got some friends that went to the free city too, I guess, right? Yeah, I guess I do. Yeah, well. Sorry, I don't remember that part. Maybe there's gonna be a little something for all of us there. At the very least... They won't look at us funny for being who we are, right? Exactly. That'll be good. Be good to see. Um, but you guys gotta keep walking, keep trekking. It's like realistically a, a like a eight to ten hour walk um to get there. But eventually, you guys come to a um like after trekking across the region, you come to a large wooden wall um that's like kind of you know. It looks like a kind of like a military fortress fence, uh, like spiked wooden posts. Um, and you see like smoke coming from behind the wall, but not like everything's on fire, more like just standard. We have like fires and stuff for heat and everything. Uh, the air is getting a little cooler up here as you guys are getting kind of like a more mountainous region, uh, a little further in from the oceans. Um, and what appears to be like this, like town or village built under the shadow of this like small mountain not a huge mountain but a, like a, a small mountain um and you guys approach the gates uh this is in the general area general area that where they told you the free city was um and there's a couple guards on uh there is like a a goblin and an orc guard on like a watchtower or on separate watchtowers um, as you guys approach. I'll just... Do we kill him? Like, no, I'm gonna hail up to one of the guards and be like, is this the, the free city for the reclaimers? Not just reclaimers here, buddy. But yeah, this is the free city. Can we... Gain entry, please? 
I don't know. Can you? I'm going to say yes. that was a challenge. <laughs> Are you seeking refuge or do you have business here? Seeking refuge at the moment. Um, they call down, say, open the gate. Uh, and the gates begin to open. Uh, as you step into the gates, um, you see a very, like, almost shantytown-looking spot. Um, most of the buildings are, like, hastily constructed, like, tents, or, like, very, very, like, in early stages of construction, like, um, kind of brick buildings. Um, you see a, like, a big central road basically splitting in uh, the village in two on um, uh, and make perception checks. On the, as you guys are making these, on the left side of the village, you see um, lots of, like, beings in what you guys would recognize to be Eclipse armor and have, like, there's some definite cloaks uh, and, like, purple and gold. Um, and on the right side of the village, you see, like, more pristine, a mixture of, like, colors that from multiple regions all over Greece. Um, and the city has, like, a tense feel to it. Uh, what did we get on those perception checks? 19. 19. Um, Jade, you're just kind of taking it in. Demetrius, you see that, um, like I said, the village is very tense. Um, there's a lot of, like, construction. It looks like they're really trying to build here. Um, but you see that, like... As you're walking through, a lot of people are, like, walking around, like, coughing, um, like, kind of, like, meek or weak in a lot of areas. You see a lot of merchant stalls or what look to be merchant stalls that are just empty. Um, and, like, things seem like they're not going great so far uh, in the village. A lot of cool stuff in here, Demetrius. There's nothing here. All the merchants are all the merchant stalls are empty. Like, yeah, but look at the time of day it is. It's like I mean it's getting into the, the night, but it looks like even if it's like because you guys like started off pretty early. Um even if, like, there would still be people kind of around uh, in, like, the market areas um, at this point, we'll say. Um, yeah, you're right. Where is everybody? Do you guys want to, like, ask around? Like, um, Demetrius, you say, I mean, you guys both have somebody that you know here, theoretically, right? Or you can just ask somebody on the street, but it looks like, you know, unfortunately, this city's split into, like, two sides. And it looks like something else is going on. Because everybody on both sides is struggling. It's not like one side's winning or anything. I was going to say, I was going to ask around to find out who's in charge. Is there anybody around to ask that? Uh, go ahead and make investigation checks. Eleven. 
Ten. Ten. I mean, you guys find some people, like, uh, walking on, like, the main road area, or the main, like, street, central street. Um, there's, like, um, there's, like, two kobolds, so, like, small, uh, draconic-type creatures, uh, just walking down the street. I'm gonna stop them and ask them if they can point me in the direction of whoever is in charge of the, the city. Well, we don't really have one person or anybody in charge. There's like a little council, but they're not doing so great right now. Uh, people, a lot of people are kind of mad at them. We've been getting robbed. We've been having people killed and kidnapped and having our shit stolen. But if you keep following this main road all the way to the end of, like, the base of the mountain there, uh, I mean, that's where, like, the council chamber is. Okay. So, I'm going to start walking in that direction. <clears throat> I'm following behind him. Okay. Uh, the Kind of like I with a little bit of a hand on my sword. Uh, just keeping your eyes on the, um... Uh, just keeping your eyes on the sword, uh, and stuff. Um, uh, yeah, so you guys follow the main road. Uh, the village isn't, like, super, super big, so it's, like, not that far of a walk. Um, but you, um, come to the council chamber. Uh, Demetrius, immediately from the outside, you hear, you hear shouting, uh, coming from inside the chamber. Um, and it's a voice you recognize, um, but you hear, like, kind of a back-and-forth match. Uh, you hear one person say, Action must be taken. We cannot sit idly by and let our people, our crops, and our treasures be ravaged by that monster. Uh, you hear another person say, Well, everything we've sent up there has just gotten fucking eaten or kidnapped or taken. This has all been bad. So we can keep trying to waste soldiers and troops and try and go take it out. Or we can try to come up with a better plan because it's not working for us. Um, and you just hear like it's back and forth arguing the, the deeper voice that you heard first, Demetrius, you recognize uh, to sound very similar to your father's voice. May I roll an investigation check on that? Uh, you can roll an investigation check if you want. Uh, so that would be 10. 10. Uh, I mean, you you can hear the same like shouting conversation. People are arguing about something that's attacking the city, but you don't recognize any of the voices. Yeah, next time I do that, I'm just going to hold it to the camera. <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, when Demetrius hears the, the voice that he recognizes, he kind of, like, perks up and goes running in the doors. Uh, so, yeah, you, you um, like, bust in the door. This is very clear, like, an angry and animated council meeting. Um, make uh, perception checks. 11. 16. 16. Um, so, Jade, you kind of clock it, come in and clock the whole scene. Um, and you see, like, based off, like, the looks of things, like, there's, like, several empty, like, jugs and stuff that have been, like, knocked over or, like, gone through, almost. Uh, it appears that this meeting, whatever it has been, has been going on for a long time, uh, today. Um, there is creatures of all different, uh, species here in this room. There's, I mean, you see a, a large dragonborn, you see goblins, you see orcs. Um, you see just a variety of different, um, like a significant variety of different creatures, um, here in the room. 
Um, Demetrius, as you focus in on your father, you notice one thing most of all, and that is he's still, you know, regal, standing tall, um, like commanding presence over the meeting. You also notice that the cape he is wearing is purple and gold. As they, as he, he turns to you and says, what is the meaning of this? Uh, almost like saying that before he even lays eyes on you. Um, and you can see, like, as he turns and looks at you, um, the expression in his face changes to more of, like, a, a shock than anything else. Uh, as he just kind of stands there dumbfounded. <clears throat> and all Demetrius can think to say is you're alive. So are you. I didn't go to war. Greece has never been very friendly to our kind. Um, so, I... When you stayed behind, I feared the worst that happened. Um, he kind of takes a step back, says, Adjourn the council for tonight. We'll meet again and discuss this issue in the morning. Uh, thank you all. Uh, he kind of dismisses everybody. Seems to be kind of like a respected voice on this council. Um, as everybody else kind of just like you know, glancing looks and whatever um, at you guys uh, and seems to walk out of the room, leaving it for the five of you. Or four of you. Five. Whatever. I'm, I'm glad you made it. Are you... Uh, have you come to join the free city? because I was told this is where you were. Uh, you must have run into Ulyssa then. Ulyssa uh, is your sister. Um, she has not made it back from her, her mission. Yes, I, I saw her in Thebes. Thebes is nice. Uh, oh, that's my friend that's outside with an arrow through her neck. Talia's just, like, coughing. <laughs> yeah, it was really good. It was great. Um, Easy, Talia. Don't use your words. <laughs> um, what, uh, what were you doing in, in Thebes, if I may ask? Trying to find where Ares may have taken our friend. Ares took your friend? Yeah, it was a whole shouting match and 
chains came out of the ground, wrapped them up, and zapped them somewhere. Yeah, it wasn't a pretty sight. That sounds uh, very much not pretty. I see you have uh, met a, another uh, dragonborn like us. Hello, I am Maximus Longwing. I am Demetrius's father. Um, this is Jade Dragonborn. He served with the Athenian army. Fellow veteran, I see. Yes, sir. Uh, I did not serve with the Athenian army. Um, Your robes make that obvious. It was a tough time for us, Demetrius. Uh, there was a lot of things being promised back and forth, uh, and ultimately, those of us who went to fight did not believe that the Greek people would make good on the promises of their reclaimer project, and Judging by how many of the Greek soldiers have ended up here, that were supposed to be reclaimers and granted the access and rights of full citizenship, uh, I think our belief was right. I will have you know that we, most of us, left the Eclipse before the end of the war, once we realized that their goal was not to unseat the power and the elite of the Greek people, but rather to destroy the world. Um, I thought they had a better chance of a more legitimate plan for actually bringing about real change uh, instead of promises that would have just kept the status quo the same. I guess I can't blame you for doing what you thought was right. If there was a right decision at that point. Truthfully, I don't know that there was. Um, well, ultimately, the who was probably the better side won in the war. But the it was just a tough time uh, for all of us, and you can see he's he's clearly like struggling to like verbalize a lot of that, um, especially the you. Um, And like he's he's almost like holding back, uh, in a sense you can tell. So now I know that you are safe, and I know that Ulyssa is safe. Where's mother? Uh, give me an insight check, Demetrius. 
91. <laughs> um, Demetrius, you, you see no change in expression on his face uh, as he says this. The rest of the party, um, you can see, as Demetrius asks, where's mother, uh, his posture, his, his, his face, his mood, all clearly sink. Um, uh, the war took a lot of lives, son. Uh, destroyed a lot of things. Um, she didn't make it. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, Demetrius, you think he is saying this emotionless and completely without without any pain or suffering in his voice, um, but clearly to the rest of the party, he is, is struggling with that still. At this point, Demetrius is just like kind of trying to process everything that has he's learned about his family in the past not even 24 hours. I know this is probably a lot to take in. Um, but your friend has an arrow through her throat. Uh, looks like the two of you are beat up pretty good. I can take you back to my home and let you all rest for the night. Um, but unfortunately I have to get an early start. Uh, we're dealing with a pretty significant problem here. Why, why, what, what is the problem you're dealing with? Uh, let's go back. And let's go back and get everybody off their feet for a little bit, and we can discuss it further. Um, good to me. So you follow him onto the the very clearly more eclipse focused side of the city. Um, as he's kind of talking to you, he explains that um, both people who left the eclipse forces. Uh, and came back here, uh, as well as people who were part of, like, the Reclaimer Project and didn't find that society was all that welcoming here, even after they, you know, had been done their service and everything, um, have all kind of settled here. Uh, tensions are high because, you know, obviously these two sides fought against each other, uh, ultimately to just end up in the same place and suffering from the same things. Um, so a lot of people blame the other side for everything that's happened, and, you know, if they hadn't fought with the Eclipse, then maybe we would, you know, this Reclaimer Project would have caught on more. You know, the Eclipse people have said, well, maybe if you guys had fought, joined all of us, and we'd all join the Eclipse, then some real change would have actually been able to make, as we would have taken out, like, the leadership of current Greece here. Um, and just, you know, there's a lot of infighting back and forth, and, uh... You all come to what is seemingly a more well-constructed home than a lot of, like, the kind of, like, shanties and rudimentary houses that are elsewhere here in the, um, the village. 
Uh, so it has like multiple stories and like multiple rooms. Uh, and seems to be like fully made of like a, a brick or stone type thing. Uh, and he invites you all inside and grabs a uh, jug of wine that he pours for every one of you. Um, so now you know the the story of the village, at least from the surface level. Um, you know, King Creon was nice enough to grant us this plot of land where we'd be unaccosted by, you know, Soldiers from any army barring another war. Uh, but unfortunately, things have not been so rosy off the jump. Uh, there is a monster and her minions that live up in these mountains. Uh, that started making noise shortly after we settled down, put the wall up. Uh, they come down, they steal crops, they steal treasures, they have the ability to sneak in and rob merchants, and have even taken to kidnapping some people. Um, unfortunately, it's up like a, it's not quite a cliff face, but it's a very steep mountain that's patrolled heavily during the day, uh, and at night is just difficult to summit. Unfortunately, we have sent We've tried to send peacemakers up there. We've tried to send soldiers up there. Only one man has ever come back. Uh, and stepping out of the corner of the room, uh, we see a large creature um, joining the conversation. Vex, would you please introduce your character? Uh, yeah, so what you guys see is a humanoid lion. Uh, full black fur... Um, the only little bit of white is on his, like, muzzle. Uh, and he's really only wearing, like, a light robe. Uh, his chest is almost a little bare because the robe is kind of like a V-cut. And you can see scars all over his chest. Uh, his muzzle has a huge scar on his cheek. And, yeah, looks pretty rugged person. As he kind of oh. struts over, uh, takes the pitcher of wine, pours himself a drink, not even asking. <laughs> As uh, he just goes, yeah, uh, what a group of people up there, and uh, whatever was in that fucking place killed them all. First of all, can I say you're one big motherfucker? I mean. How tall is the Dragonborns? He's like, they're both like almost seven feet tall. Okay, so I'm about <laughs> the same size as you. <laughs> yeah, I'm only six seven. <laughs> Talia is yeah, looking up huge. at the rest of you as like Boxy <laughs> when he's in his full like mimic uh, mimic with legs form is like eight or nine feet tall. All three of you are approaching seven <laughs> feet. Uh, Demetrius, your father cool. is approaching seven feet. <laughs> Uh, well, I have Demetrius listed as seven nine. Oh yeah, so, so Demetrius like, is above like, seven feet. Um, <laughs> that was more or less for the podcast, guys. Come on. <laughs> yeah. So Talia is just this like tiny, tiny person uh, staring up at these four fucking giants. Um, here, uh, in uh, Maximus, Demetrius' father says, 
Alexos is the only person that we've sent up to the cave who has returned. Um, and Alexos, you would know that, like I said, there's a pathway leading up to this cave where you know, like, the layer is. Um, that it's like a very steep kind of winding back and forth hogback path. Um, that is patrolled pretty heavily during the day by her, the, the, the creature's minions. Um, and at night, it is pretty barren. There's like a few torches that light it. Um, you led like a small group that snuck up and actually got to the cave at night. Um, and last time you got up there, there was two guards outside of it uh, that didn't catch you on the way up. Uh, but once they once you came into view, they started like shooting arrows down at you from above. And then once you got into the cave, you were um, attacked by a chimeric creature that was like half lady, half four-legged beast. Yeah, it was a it's a gruesome sight, to say the least. I mean, I would love to take another party up there and get another crack at it, but it's pretty, pretty insanely tough. Just the way it's guarded, and then not only how it's guarded, but if we even get past that, it's that'll fight the beast that lays in her lair. And she's not a, uh, she's not very nice. I mean, doesn't sound like it. She kidnapping people <laughs> and all that stuff. Uh. I mean, she's the one that gave me the scars. He points to the one on his not, uh, muzzle. Oof. Yikes. And, like, it's a pretty deep gash. Like, you can see, like, part of his teeth as, like, most of his cheek is almost gone. <laughs> But yeah, I would uh be talking it over. Hopefully we can get another party up there soon. A couple more powerful people. Um Maximus speaks up again, he's like We've obviously spoken about sending more people up there. We don't know if the people who have been taken are dead or have just been kidnapped and are being kept as slaves or some of some kind. And obviously they have you know, a lot of treasures and gold and things we can use for trade uh, with other villages up there. I mean, as long as this beast is accosting our city, we will never truly be free. But the council is hesitant to commission any more parties because we've already lost a lot of good fighters trying to take her out. What about these guys? I mean, two dragonborns could do some damage. Alexos, I just reconnected with my son after almost seven years. I don't want to send him immediately into a suicide mission. Alexos just puts up a hand and goes, all right, all right. As he just takes a seat. And starts drinking as some, like, pours out from his cut cheek. 
Um, Boxy speaks up. He's like, it sounds a lot easier than going to hell, at least. And you guys were all on board for that. You definitely does sound easier than... The fuck were you guys going to hell for? Well, you know, uh, we're... Friend uh, picked up a, uh, a cursed trident. We were trying to get it to hell so he could be not cursed anymore. Then he pissed off Ares, and Ares kidnapped him. And that's kind of why we're here. Sounds like your friend's an idiot. Well, I also left well, out the never part where he stabbed him. You know, we never... <laughs> That he was the sharpest tool in the shed, but um, Demetrius and Jade make perception checks. Actually, Alexos, you can make one too. There you go again. <laughs> Seven. You said perception. Yeah. Eleven. Uh, twenty-three. Uh, so Alexos, you're the only one who notices, but Talia, the uh the short person in the party and like the rest of the people you're all kind of like standing tall um chatting about all this um but alexis you kind of look down and notice that talia is very suspiciously staring at you alexis just kind of stares and he goes what's wrong little lady uh <laughs> i'm we don't know this guy should we tell him everything about you know what what we got going on I think if my father trusts him, I can trust him. I'm on the same page, even though he was on the opposite side of the war. I, he's still a vet. I trust him. Um, um, okay. I'll, I'll trust you guys, but I don't know. Alexa just takes another chug. Just let him know. Foxy kind of says, he says, you think there's treasure up in those caves, man? I mean, treasure for the people. Oh, come on. What about a little, little rescuer's fee? A little, little, little rescuer's fee. It's not my job. That's a boss man's job over here. A boss man. Is there any sort of uh, reward for taking this out? Uh, Maximus kind of is taken aback by it a little bit and says, I guess we could work something out. And there's some sort of reward. Uh, but like I said, I do, I'm do. i not interested in sending Demetrius up there to fight this thing. She's killed many, many of our, you know, spearmen and Archers and stuff. Do you not think I'm capable of doing it? Um, Demetrius, first off, give me a history check. Um, eighteen. The one thing that like occurs to you now, as you're like, do you not think I'm capable? Is that your dad never saw you become a wizard before, like? You kind of stayed in to study magic. Like, you were starting your studies when, like, the war kind of started and you you took off. Um, but ultimately, your 
dad never got to see you become like somebody capable of of casting like significant spells and stuff um says demetrius I'm not, it's not that you're not capable but i mean i was like we've sent a lot of soldiers up there you know good hard tough tough warriors and one of them has made it back Alexis well, just points to his car again. <laughs> but we've also, the four of us pointing to Talia and Jade, the three of us along with our friend took out an entire eclipse camp. Um, your dad looks at you confused for a second, he says. But the Eclipse was defeated. Somebody might want to tell them that. We found a camp by Holly that was preparing to take siege of the city. Have you, he, uh, Maximus turns to Alexis, Alexos, and says, Had you heard of any rumblings of Eclipse operations still continuing? Oh, I mean, I traveled here, and you guys let me in, and then kind of became one of your best warriors, and, you know, I've been recovering for a couple months after going up to that cave. No way in hell I would know anything. I sent Ulyssa out there with the Eclipse being... Operation. Was it just in Holly, or did you find encounter them elsewhere? Is the eclipse still? What's? You'll have to forgive me. Most of the cities and villages have yet to really open up trade and communication with us. Um. So they were also near Athens and Thebes. So it's, it's a big operation, it's not just a few rogue camps. Oh my god. They're still trying to do it. What are they trying to do? Destroy the world? There's only so much that they would let us in on um, when the when we were fighting together, but we essentially got what caused most of us to leave the fight was we learned that the Eclipse, the leaders were very mysterious and always shrouded in, in something never truly there. Uh, it was always, like, mystical messages and projections that appeared to us. Um, but essentially, we got the gist that they were trying to summon some great beast. I don't know if it's new or old. Uh, and kill all the gods and anybody that doesn't submit to their will. Is 
the gist of it. We have already seen them try to conjure a beast. Not a, a huge beast, but a big beast. A water elemental. It's... The creature they're trying to summon is much, much bigger than that. I know there is... They had to do all these special things to break of it, and I know one of them... Actually, what we realized was one of their goals was to spill the blood of 50,000 Greeks. Uh, and we believe that's why the war was started. Um... And, I mean, we could never get into the inner sanctums of, of leadership and such, but, unfortunately, it seems like they're, they, they're trying to finish the job. I could... I was so thankful when the war ended and they had been defeated, I thought it was over. I guess I was wrong. Oh. Maybe. Well, maybe once we take care of this little monster problem you got, I may be able to help with that. Never a big fan when I was with the Eclipse, but... Yeah, they were, they were assholes. Yeah. For the most part. They sold a lot right. of us on lies. We were just cannon fodder. To be honest. Yes. Just cannon fodder. As Alexos kind of stands up, crack his knuckles a little bit, it's like, I'd go for some payback. Both for that monster up there, fucking Eclipse. Bless you, Jimmy. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, Maximus says, you're all welcome to rest for the night here, uh, and maybe we can discuss. If you, if you believe you have the capability to take out, you know, powerful monsters, maybe you are the right people to send up there. Uh, it sounds like you have more experience fighting creatures like this than anybody else in our camp. Um, but, I don't want to send more of my family to die. Um, and you guys are all able to, like, get a long rest throughout the process. Um, and, like, you know, seemingly stay the night in a safe place. Um, but we wake up the next morning, um, Maximus, uh, you know, kind of goes to the middle of the group and says, I have a council meeting that will start shortly. Uh, hopefully, Yelissa will return today. I don't know if there's anything you else, else you guys were hoping to do in the city, um, but join us at your earliest convenience in the council chambers. You know where they are. Uh, and he walks out. Alexos follows him as he goes to the meeting early. Okay. Uh, the rest of you, anything else you want to do in the city or 
think we should just get the meeting over with. Okay. Uh, so you guys all follow straight to the council chambers. Uh, the meeting begins. Um, similar to yesterday, same cast of characters. Uh, I mean, just a variety of different species uh, in there um, discussing some of the things. And uh, Maximus kind of stands up and says, All right. To finish yesterday's business, um, this group of adventurers uh, came into the city yesterday evening uh, and they along with Alexos here the only man to make it back from the monster's cave believe that they have the capability to defeat this thing uh, and you know save our our town um, I know there is hesitancy from some uh, to send more soldiers up there. But I think what we can all agree on is that until we find, until we're able to be un from uh, out from under the thumb of this tyranny, we are never ever going to be free, and the free village will be free in name only. Um... I open the floor to questions, concerns, proposals, uh, emotions to you all. Um, this is, this might be the best chance we get. Might be the only chance we get. Alexis just kind of walks up. And goes, so what do you guys, what can you guys all do? Just so I know what I'm working with. Range attack, stealth attack, also sneakiness. Okay, you're a dragonborn, a little weird for that, but okay. <laughs> well, you're a massive tiger, but what's your point? Uh, I punch things really hard, that's my point. Um... What's the point of just going face-to-face -face when you can sneak around and chop your head off? Oh, I'm just saying, you're seven feet tall. I think it would be a little hard to be sneaky with that, but we'll work with what we got. I have my ways. Um, Talia, like, uh, like, waves her hand around and, like, you know, pulls out her bow as well um, and just calls, like, like, does some, like, druidic magic uh, and, like, forms, like, a little, like, flower target, and then she shoots through the... Actually, we'll roll for that. Uh, she actually hits it. Uh, she, like, shoots through, like, she summons this, like, conjures little flower that, like, flips up in the wind, uh, and she shoots through the flower and, like, pins it against the wall. Alright. Alright. How about you, Demetrius? Uh... Demetrius... After seeing Talia do that, cast Gust on it and just blows the flower away from the, the arrow. <laughs> Best I can do right now. Talia's like, that thing was going to be really, really cool. That was really impressive. Uh, uh, Rise you didn't cast Firebolt on the damn flower. No, I'm a dragon, not... A halfling. 
people, rather. Uh, and Boxy just like he like lets his head grow out into it's like it's big normal size, like the three foot long massive chest, and just like his tongue grows out in this like massive pseudopod type thing, and these teeth form is like, I can do this. Uh, Alexis just looks at him and goes, okay. Got a mimic, a mage, two mages, and two range attacks. All right. This will be a little bit more difficult than I thought, but hey, if you guys said you killed the water elemental. Yeah, and I wasn't even there for that one. Like, they, they did that without me, and I'm pretty tough. I believe it, Boxman. Hey, like, he, like... Does a little like uh you know shuffle like a boxing shuffle around the ring and like <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think he's trying to icky shuffle his way out of. I think he just wants the treasure. He's a mimic. This is true. <laughs> this man, straight shooter. I like him. <laughs> yeah, uh, mimics are notorious for just wanting treasure. Yeah. You know, even when before I was Mimic, I also really wanted treasure too. Always like treasure. Treasure's great. It's like oh, shiny. So cursed Mimic. That makes it even better. Yeah, buddy. Alright. As he kind of looks over to like the rest of the council and goes, look. These four are probably your best chance. I mean, if they said what they did and aren't lying about it. Just your best chance. I mean, all the other guys, don't get me wrong, really good warriors. But we don't know any, we didn't know any magic per se. We were bows and shields and spears going up a mountain. So, these four might be our best shot. And I know the easiest way to get up. So, uh, and you hear like somebody from the council just goes, and at least if they die, it's not our own people. So, like, that's good. Very true. None of us are technically part of the city, so. Uh, Maximus, after you say that, he's like, oh, well, apart from you, Alexos, you're, you're obviously a welcome addition around here. Yes, but I've only been here for about a year, so. Probably not even that long. It's only been like you, you've only uh, you have been here a little longer than the eclipse got uh, here a little longer, or the people who left the eclipse got here a little before everyone else. Um, but the war has only been over for like seven or eight months at this point, um, realistically. It's close to a year. Yeah, almost here. <laughs> this is uh, All right. so. So what's the six months? How about that? Okay, yeah, six so... months is good. Um. If <laughs> Maximus kind of gathers his breath while looking at Demetrius and says, there's no objections from the council, then I guess you five will be our, you know, our team. May I say Avengers? I don't know what that means. Is that supposed to have some significance to me, Alexos? No. Okay, then. Then you can say whatever you want. 
Alright. So, I would say uh, we're going to probably leave at night since it's less guarded. Um, what else? Just be prepared to get hurt. At least I can say. Trekking up and dealing with a couple guards isn't going to be the worst, but once we get into the lair, that's where uh, shit goes south very fast. Okay. That sounds fun. Um, so you guys have a while now before before night. Uh, last chance, anybody want to do anything else in the city before getting ready to go? Well, before we leave the council chambers, Demetrius is going to cast Chill Touch and make the ghostly hand grab the arrow out of the wall and pop it back in Talia's. Uh, <laughs> okay, um, so you, you do that. Your Chill Touch uh, reaches out, knocks the, knocks the arrow back in Talia's quiver. She doesn't even notice it. Um, and uh yeah so anything else before you guys head out any preparations or anything you want to do i'll say talia goes ahead and makes the potion with the ingredients you found yesterday um alexis will help he's pretty decent at making medicine i don't need help okay fine just helping we are pretty reason much... I, I kind of get in that daisy. It's <laughs> pretty much going to die when we go up there, so. Well. Might as well have all the healing potions we can get. I only have enough ingredients for one, so. Well, we can go scavenge for more. It's... <sighs> the thing up there might have been taking people and treasures, but... They very rarely take herbs and other types of ingredients. If they take like the big crops, but not like little no, like the, herbs. Like the, not the little herbs. Yeah. yeah. Uh, go ahead if you guys want to take a quick look around and outside of the city. Uh, give me a either nature or investigation check. Ooh, 15. 91. Dude, you rolling those fucking natty ones like it's your job. Seventeen. <laughs> um, I think I rolled double digits once tonight. <laughs> My girlfriend got me a new dice tower, uh, and that's been rolling pretty good so far. So, <laughs> good luck to you guys. Um, uh, so, between the three of you, you guys find uh, the ingredients to make three or two more uh, health potions that are just forty-four plus four. Um, so you guys have three health potions as a group heading up here. Um, uh, and it's just like the night kind of passes or the day kind of passes. You guys do some other stuff to get ready. You kind of read out. They discuss. Alexos tells you like the layout of the inside. There's like this big grand hall and then like a couple offshoot rooms. Uh, once you get up the like very steep mountain face into the, uh, layer. Um... And, like, the, there was no people, other people kept. Uh, Alexis is what you saw. There was no other people kept in, like, the main Grand Hall. There was only the creature and her minions. Um, so you don't know if, like, if any slaves or kidnapped victims were being kept in, like, the offshoot rooms or if they'd just been eaten or something at this point. Um, uh, as, like, night begins to fall and you guys are kind of getting ready to go, 
Um, the gate opens and there's like kind of a commotion at the front gate. Uh, as you see a uh, person like riding in on a horse, uh, clutching their side with like blood coming out. Uh, Demetrius, you recognize this once again to be your sister, Yelissa. As she's like kind of like falling off the horse, riding into the city, uh, clutching her side. I'm going to run up to her and catch her off the horse, basically. Uh, as like you literally run up just uh actually give me a strength check or athletics eighteen eighteen uh so like just in time as she's like kind of falling off the uh riding at you with the left side of the horse uh and like she just like tumbles off uh into your arms uh, as you like catch her and like kind of like carry her a little bit she's she's much smaller than you are um but she's um clearly like hurt and there's like commotion of people like coming 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 to like greet her i try to like drag her to anybody that can help and heal her basically so right before you start dragging her alexos like kind of stops and goes you might not want to move her as he's gonna check her out so probably a med medicine check uh yeah go ahead and roll a medicine check <clears throat> 24 24 um so you know i mean you know yalissa pretty well um you guys have spent a lot of time together in the last six months um she's not dying from this wound basically um, but it's like clearly as you kind of like lift up her, her her like shirt and like it like it looks like she took like multiple arrow shots to the same kind of area of her stomach. Um and she's like breathing heavily and it's like I almost didn't make it back here. There was someone there's someone hunting hunting. I don't know if they were hunting me or someone else. Uh, and with a 24 medicine check, you can see she's stable, but she's also suffering from the effects of the poisoned condition. Um, so she's not, like, immediately gonna die, but does need, like, time to rest and get healed. So, Alexos, understanding all of that, <laughs> uh, just kind of points, uh, Demetrius into the right direction. Oh, yeah, so you, I mean, you take her to the council chambers, uh, and lay her yeah. at the feet of your dad. And she's she's clearly breathing, um, and uh, he Maximus goes, Yolissa, uh, what happened? She's like, I need to rest. I'm fine. I'll be okay. Uh, and she like she falls asleep, still breathing though. Um, and Maximus is just like, we'll take care of her. Do what you guys have to do. Um, and they, like, drag her into a back room, carry her into a back room. Alexos just pats Demetrius on the shoulder and just kind of tilts his head and let's say, let's go. As I'm assuming night's fallen already. Yeah, it's, uh, it's dark outside. <clears throat> Demetrius looks at him, just nods and heads out the door. Okay, um, so you guys head out the, you know, main street out the gate uh, and the mountain is on like 
it is like on the far side of the village from where you guys are right currently um leading up um from the base of the hill you guys can see torches kind of scattered throughout what looked to be like zigzagging going up so you can kind of like intuitively figure that's like that the torches are kind of at like the corners of the like pathway that's scaling up in the lexus you would know that um uh, it's a very steep hill obviously not unclimbable um and you can see like a a pretty large cave even from this angle uh kind of like halfway up the mountain So as we start kind of ascending, Alexos just kind of tells everyone just like stay closer to the ground as you can, or like as close into the ground as you can. As it's not really down because we're going up, but <laughs> uh, just because he knows there are guards with bows at the top that will shoot down if they see anything. Okay. Um, so you are, are you guys going to try to like wind back and forth on the path or are you guys going to try to like climb up without like, or like in one of the darker areas? So Alexos probably gave them the option of either just scaling it straight up, but that'd be obviously more dangerous, easier to see, or we can take the winding action way and be a little bit more safe because we can dart from dark area to dark area. I think that would probably be the best choice, would be the stealthy way. That'd be the best way, yeah. Okay, so you guys are going to wind back and forth? Yeah. Alright, so this is going to require three separate stealth checks um, from all of you to get up this hill. Um, the guards are going to roll... Uh, the guards are not specifically like hunting for you, so you're just trying to beat their passive perception, which is 11. Um, so you guys are all going to need to beat 11 on a stealth check three times. If one of you fails, it might not be the worst thing in the world. They might just think it's a rogue person coming up here. Um, but does anybody want to cast any spells or anything uh, ahead of time to try and... Uh, Demetrius is going to put his hood up. <laughs> kind of blends in even more with the the uh, surroundings. Oh, full Assassin's Creed. You're right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> kind of hide in the, the, prayer, the missionaries. Okay. Alexa just gets on all sports and starts kind of like walking like a cat. All right. Um... <laughs> If that's all that we got going, um, I need everybody to make their first self check. 21. Beats. 16. 25. Uh, Talia and Boxy both passed their first stealth check. Uh, you guys can kind of see uh, the guards because they're in like kind of a more well-lit area as there's like a fire coming from inside the cave. You see like the shadows of the guards uh, clearly just like not checking you as you, you 
know, dart past this like first third of the mountain. Uh, everybody go ahead and you make your second round of stealth checks. 14. 18. 12. Uh, what is Talia in stealth? Um, as you guys are kind of like darting in and out of the next, um, as like getting almost fully two thirds up the, up the, up the pathway, um, Talia slips on like the ledge and sends like rocks and gravel um like cascading down the hill uh making a pretty significant amount of noise uh everybody please roll initiative for me <laughs> of course i roll that 20 on initiative uh <laughs> five uh 24 or not <laughs> 24, Jesus, 23. Uh, okay. So, Alexos, you actually... As the bandits, um... Notice Talia and, like, pull out their bows, um, you act first. As you were, like, uh... kind of leading the pack. Um, yeah. I'll let you know that up, going up, like, zigzag the last third of the hill would be 120 feet of movement going up the hill directly would be half that 60 feet of movement um but you'd all it would also require like a check of some kind i'm just gonna scale it let's okay. go for it uh go ahead and give me an athletics or acrobatics check on the table please not 20. No. So 23? Um, like, with the swiftness of somebody who, like, had planned for things to go wrong, you, like, without breaking a movement, you hear, like, the, the rocks kind of tumble down the mountain and, like, cause all this noise and immediately just bound uh, up the hill, like, almost jumping 30 feet, like, directly up automatically scaling rapidly and immediately get to the top of the uh cave entrance still hidden um right next to these two like uh watch keepers just in in one movement okay um can i still do like an attack or action or yes. bonus action? because you got okay. that 20 you just boom you scaled it all <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna get up to them, and... <sighs> As my first attack action, I'm just gonna push one of them off. Uh, so push is an athletics check against his save. Okay. 18, 19, 21. 21. Um, so you push the guy and he tumbles like so you like immediately uh number one will say uh you push him off and he tumbles down to um like the next like bit of pathway that's up give me a luck check if you would to 14 14 
So he doesn't like let out a scream as you push him up the fucking cliff. Uh, um, and then as a bonus action, I'm gonna use a key point and do fury of blows on the second guy. Okay. Go ahead and make your attack rolls. Uh, it's gonna be a nineteen. It's gonna hit. Is it just one extra attack? I think, or is it two? I forget because I didn't read the shit beforehand. Uh-huh. Blows. And the shitty thing about this fucking app, it doesn't actually have like a Fury of Blows thing in it. Go oh. into the actual key. Immediately after you take your attack action, turn, you can spend one key point to make two unarmed strikes. Yeah, two unarmed strikes. Action. So first one, like I said, was a 19. 19 is going to hit. So uh, 18 is a second hit. Both hit. Uh, 1d4... Plus my wisdom modifier. Yeah. So three plus four is seven. Plus four is eleven damage. Eleven damage. Uh, so you push the first one off the off the hill and like make him land. Uh, actually, I have to roll. Uh, and like make him land and like thunk hard on this, and then the second one, you just I, I guess how do you kill this guy as you finish him? Uh, as he probably turns to see his buddy get shoved off, just an instantly open palm hit him in the face and crush his skull. So you just fucking slash across his face and like like are forcibly like pushing his head one way as you bring your second palm and just smash them together um the rest of you make perception checks um so demetrius you you were able to track Alexos's movements. He was like kind of right in front of you as you were like going up, um, but the rest of you don't even see Alexos just bound up and just throw one guy off, like completely barely saw Alexos, wasn't even looking for him, and then just completely murk another dude. Um, Talia is up next. Talia is going to, um, as there's still this other bandit here, um. Talia is going to, like, uh, pull out her little st staff and, like, cast, like, a small beam of energy at uh, the other guard who's, like, recovering. Um, like, kind of getting up. And, like, you see around his head forms a, like, kind of pink halo almost that, like, sinks in. Uh, and he says, as he just kind of sits there, then seemingly uncombative. Um... And he's like, hey, what's up? How's everyone doing? You guys want to get up to the lair? Uh, and Talia's like, I charmed him. He's not going to bother us right now. <laughs> Alright, so that's one less dude we have to worry about, at least. Oh, yeah. 
Okay, um, so you guys uh, don't even have to worry about making stealth check for these guards anymore, um, as they're both out of commission. Um, you guys walk back past the other guard, um, and he's like, he's like, yeah, have fun, doing what you guys are gonna do. Um, you can see actually this person still is like, kind of a weird like, human cat hybrid sort of. Uh, much smaller than Alexos, and not, like, the same kind of, like, full lion's mane and everything, but, like, almost like a human panther-type person, like a tabaxi. Um, as you guys all eventually, you know, sneak up to the ledge and, uh, meet Alexos kind of at the entrance of this cave. Um, nice, just kind of shaking off some blood from his paws. Um, everybody give me perception checks as you kind of, like, peek over this ledge, uh, kind of, like, further into this cave area. 19. Zero. Also 19. Um, so you two 19s, you guys notice that this, you come to this, like, mouth of this cave, but you see, like, it, like, tunnels in, almost to like this very ornate archway it has like gold blue inlays uh like gold and lapis inlays in this like massive archway it seems very ornate uh you guys kind of just creep a little closer uh and peek in um and you hear like a faint sound of music um kind of like uh, like a, a liar almost playing in there. You hear like a, a few chatter of people. Um, and um, you can see kind of ducking into the layer. You can't see like fully into this like main carrot, like main hall area that Alexis has described to you. Um, but you do see like a few doors leading off to the sides in this like smaller kind of entryway. Um, and you can just, like, hear several people talking. Um, but it's very ornate. Looks like a lot of treasure, a lot of riches have been hidden here. Um, what are you guys going to do? Lexos is going to look at everybody and goes, like, <clears throat> kind of points towards, like, where... They last where he last encountered the monster. Where I'm assuming the music is coming from. Yeah. And Alexis, it was oh, it was very similar the last time you came up here. Like they were all kind of chilling. Uh you guys took it were able to sneak up and take out the two guards. Uh and then you ran into shitstorm in the uh in the lair itself. Um but you know, it seems like nothing has changed from these people's standpoint. So, what's the plan, Stans? Uh, I would have rolled an investigation check, but I'm not going to check anything else tonight. Alexa <laughs> <laughs> uh, like just kind of looks at everyone and goes, well, I mean, there's two options. We can get them on surprise, or we can lure them out into this little corridor 
And it's like a little cave before the entrance. Or just after the entrance if you're going into it. And, uh... Get them all in a small area, and then one of you wizards can cast a big spell. That sounds like a plan. Why don't we try that? Get them in a small area, and then... I will... do my thing. Uh, right. okay. Um, how are you guys going to try to lure him out? Oh, well, I am the one that escaped, so... I know that monster is just waiting for me. So I can go in, get their attention, run out, and then right as they all get clustered up, you fire that big spell. Okay. Like, you guys can wait outside of the tunnel. And right as I run back out, Demetrius, you just show up right in front of that tunnel, cast a big spell, kablamo, we go home. Let's try it. Alright, that sounds like a plan. Um, so, Alexos is going to, to sneak into this, I assume you're going to, like, try to sneak into the, um, area, and then, like, draw them out? Or are you going to, yeah. like, okay. Uh, so give me a stealth check first. Uh, stealth, stealth, stealth. That's going to be a 19. 19? Uh, okay. So you, I mean, just like before off in the shadows. Um, Demetrius and Jade, since you guys can't see or hear what Alexos is doing, I'm going to need you guys to deafen yourselves, and I'll let you know when I come back. Okay. So, Alexos, you sneak into... through this corridor, and you come to this grand entryway of this, like... Obviously, this corridor is big, because the, the monster that has to fit through it is very large. Um... But you come to the grand entryway of this area. Give me another perception check, if you would. I don't think that one's that good. Uh, perception is plus four. Eh, not that bad. Sixteen. Sixteen. Um, so like you see that like a lot of like the treasures and stuff they have stolen, uh, from the village have come and like, kind of been, gathered and piled. It's almost like a dragon sitting on its hoard, right? Um. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you guys are, so you, you know, peek your head in and see, um, this big creature with the top half of, like, this kind of, like, humanoid figure, not, clearly not, like, a real human, but, like, a, a figure with, like, the same features of a human, and, like, the bottom half of a, of a great cat of some kind, and then you see she has several, um, like, attendants in here. Uh, also, that are like the same kind of like human cat hybrid tabaxi type person. Yeah. Uh, what are you doing as you get in here? Um. Did they notice me as I got in? No. Um. 
Lexus is just gonna kind of look back at the group that he is with and the fresh news that the eclipse is still a thing mm -hmm. and it's still wrecking havoc. He's he's gonna take out a little like pendant that he wore and just rip it off as that was kind of like his collar. Okay. And toss it on the ground in front of the monster. She stands up as you do this. She didn't really take notice of you as you came in initially. Uh, but she stands up on all fours, is once again large, and says, Our deal wasn't for this to end now here, buddy. Alexos, she like walks over to you, like her hips kind of shaking back and forth. Um, it's like, and like, kind of walks closer to you. You're not allowed to say when this ends. Well, with fresh news that, uh, I went back to work for my real bosses. As he just takes out a little dagger and chucks it at her. Honey, I am your, make your attack roll. <laughs> oh, that's a fucking 19. Uh, you're going to hit whatever you add to it. It's going to hit. Okay. Uh, 1d6. Nope, oh, 1d4, sorry. A little tiny knife that he's just gonna chuck away. Uh, like six damage. Six damage, okay. Hold on one sec. Um, <laughs> signaling to put his ears back on. Um, so Jade and Demetrius from inside of the tower or inside the corridor, you hear this like hissing in like pain. Um, Alexa, so you're running out after you check the dagger in. Oh, I, 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 so you fucking book it, book it out. Uh, fucking Christ. Uh, she swipes <laughs> at you as you like run away from her. Um, but like her paw, like her front, large front paw misses as you're leaving your area. Um, and I'm assuming they can't see me yet. Uh, no. So you duck out through the hall, uh, yep. but you do hear her say, two of you, go bring him back. Um, as I turn around, just kind of flip the finger. <laughs> uh, so Alexos just books out, uh, Jade and Demetrius. Uh, you guys are going to have a surprise around here uh, as most Talia. Um, two of these, like similar as like the kind of watchmen come sprinting through the tunnel behind Jax's or Alexos as he like clears out of the tunnel. Um, uh, Tali's gonna go first. She's gonna pull her bow and take this. Uh, Tali's gonna fucking crit. Um, <laughs> of course, I roll good on the things that I'm rolling for you, your party. Uh, that's not that good. Uh, so Talia like looses an arrow into like the throat of one of them. Um, uh, Jade, what are you gonna do as these as two of these guards like come running out? Uh, first Hunter's Mark on that one. Okay, number two was the one that she just hit. As I reveal, uh, two and three, Bandit two and three are the ones that are coming out for you. So yeah, uh, not healing my god. Is a Hunter's Mark correct? Okay, so you bonus you you bonus action Hunter's Mark. Uh, on number, Bandit two. Number two. Go ahead and make your attack roll. 
18. 18, uh, that is going to hit. Go ahead and roll your damage plus your D6. That's a, okay, since I'm rolling real dice now, what is that, D10? Uh, for you, it is a D8 plus 3, uh, and then a D6. So, 7 damage on the hit, and then 4 with a D6. Uh, go ahead and finish this guy off. I see him running at uh, Alexos. I get him in my mark. Put it right between his eyes and blow and go right to the back of his head. Uh, so, like, you you step back full power of, like, your massive frame and how far back you can pull this bow. Releases. Arrow goes clean through his head. Sticks into the, like, brick wall behind him as he, like, flips up and, like, spins over backwards and lands on the ground. Uh, Demetrius, your turn as uh, number three uh, is running out towards you. Uh Casting Cloud of Daggers literally right in front of him, so he has no choice but to run into it. Okay, so you you do that. Um, let me... How much damage does it do? Uh, 4d4 slashing. So I got 11 slashing damage. So you... You... After, like, the one arrow, I mean, immediately... Talia and Jade put both their arrows in the sky as you summon a cloud of daggers that covers the front and doesn't have enough time to stop as he completely... There is no save or anything for cloud of daggers. It's just... Nope, it's just... It's just the damage. damage. Uh, as as this guy runs through it in, like, all these, like, like, mystic, like, projections of, like, these sharp edges and things just, like, cut him up and his, like, body falls apart literally is running through the um uh running through the daggers essentially um but you saw only the two chased you out um from inside uh you guys hear a shout uh, or a, a voice says, You, out there, you have someone that I want. I'll take it my, uh, my servants didn't last long, judging by the pain screams I heard. If you want me, you gotta come get me. How about this? I'm not sure how many of you are there are. But that man is a traitor. Do you really want him on your side? Traitor. You're the one that gave me all these scars. Uh, give me a deception check. Uh, 13. Uh, Jade and Demetrius, give me insight checks. Nat 20, baby. 
13. So both of you can actually see, as well as Boxy, he kind of like, he doesn't have eyes, but you can see he turned his gaze to Alexos. It says, uh, Alexos is clearly hiding something about this. Or about himself with you. Boxy says, her little minions are cat people. You're a cat person. Something you want to tell us there, bud? I'm a lion. I'm not a cat person. I don't know cats. Totally different. Plus, I was a fucking traitor. Do you really think I'd be out here the rest of my own life? And if I was working for her, why would I kill two of them? Then help you guys kill her. I don't know, but it doesn't seem like she's coming out here. But she will. No, no, that escaped. Um. Jade, especially, you can see right through this lie. Um, or that he's not being truthful in some way with you. Uh, from inside, again, she shouts, Tell you what, you bring him back in, and uh, I'll uh, release my prisoners. Um, Jade, with your nat 20 inside check, as she kind of says that, she tails off. When she says release her prisoners, you kind of, you detected dishonesty from her, the voice that's coming from inside this cave. Um, um, as well. Okay, both these suckers are lying to me. That's what I'm getting. No, he's not lying. He is a lion. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's a damn lying lion. That's what he is. <laughs> Oh, very true. But yeah, yeah, that's 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 what's up. <laughs> so tell me the truth, you're gonna lose one of your nine. Hey man, look. Let's kill this bitch and then I'll tell you everything. How about that? I aim my rifle right at his forehead. You tell me now. I mean my bow at his head. A, I want to do that with Hunter with Hunter's mark active. Boxy um, puts his hand on uh, Jade and says, "Look, I think we need his help to kill this lady, but I don't think she's gonna come out, and she clearly doesn't like him. So maybe he betrayed her at some point. I don't know, man. All I want to know is why he's after she's after him, and why he's lying to us." Alexa just stays quiet. Because obviously we're going to get a conflict story if we go in there and get her side, which I think she's lying too. It's a monster that eats people. It takes treasures. They're either going to trust anything she says. Well, obviously not, because even if we go in there, bring her, bring her you, she's still going to kill the prisoners. <laughs> All right, fine. You know what? 
technically I served her. But it was out of not free will. Can I get a perception check on that? Insight check, yeah. Insight, yes. Eight. He's telling the truth. Uh, I mean, Demetrius, you feel free to roll an insight check, too. Yeah. Fourteen. I mean, you can tell that statement he just made was the truth. That he had served her, not out of free will, and he doesn't anymore. I lower my bow. As I start walking towards back into the cave. I follow. So what did we decide, children? You to get rid of your ass. ass. Meow. Um, so, the this, like, pathway in kind of does wind and, like, twist and turn. So you guys would be able to maybe, like, duck into, like, a little corner or something and get a, get a better view of what you got inside. Um, if you, uh, like, can pass a stealth check. Um, but, yeah, I mean... Do what you guys are going to do. He obviously knows we're here, so there's no point in rolling a stealth. Well, you can, we can try to be stealthy about getting into the room and survey the situation, see like what's going on there, where she is, possibly get close enough that we can get a sneak attack on her. This, that, this I mean, and for you especially, um, Demetrius, is your character can get sneak attack from hidden. Um, so whereas if you if you're like duck behind a corner table and people don't see you, uh, and then you hit them with an attack, you can do an extra d6 of damage with that attack. Um, so, like, that's also something. Okay, so say if I wanted to go into rogue mode, like all stealthy and slip into the shadows, I can do that, right? Yeah, give me a stealth check. So I was going to say to you guys, she wants me the most. I can always be a distraction. 17. 17? Um, okay. And Demetrius, of course, is going to put his hood up, but he <laughs> blends in better. <laughs> and they get advantage on stealth checks. Okay. Nat 20. Um, so both of you... There's like on opposite sides of this hallway, um, and like torches are kind of have kind of like lit it up dimly. You both like duck into shadows, um, kind of blending in with what you have going on. Um, Boxy says, "Look, I can I can front line here. I don't know if you want to as well, but like I'm just I'm not. There's no sense in me hiding here. Uh, and Talia's gonna try to sneak up." Talia trips and falls. <laughs> well, luckily, Alexis is just kind of... Luckily, Alexis is just kind of walking up. Yeah, so I think Boxy, Talia, and Alexos are just going to kind of walk up the center because she doesn't know how many people like are out there, technically. Uh, and all of you can see that you have this... There is this 
woman-cat hybrid. She has, like, the top half of a woman, same features of a human, uh, long, like, dark brown hair. She's, like, kind of darker skin. Um, with, like, the lower half of, like, a lion, almost. Uh, similar, like, in a similar build to Arachne, but instead of spider, lion. Um, uh, and there is currently inside three, like, servant attendant things. Uh, we're just going to stay in the current initiative order. Uh, Alexos, you're going to, like, kind of, we're going to restart at the order. Um, but Alexos, you kind of, like, lead the charge walking in, uh, as Demetrius and Jade are on either side of this thing. And she's, like, sitting in this, like, big room. There's, like, mounds of treasure. You can see several doors off to the sides, uh, everybody, uh, like, kind of off in this room. But it looks like almost like a dragon horde type thing where there's, like, all these, like, treasures and gold here. Um, as she, like, kind of prowls back and forth in the center of this room and says, Look what the cat dragged in. You're really having fun with these fucking puns. <laughs> uh, Lex was just kind of, kind of walk up and goes, See, you still got my dagger in ya. Well, you know, we all have our little pleasures in life. Yeah, guess so. As, uh, Lex is just gonna straight up run at her and attack her. Uh, okay. You go ahead. You sprint at the, at the, uh, lady in the center of the room. Um, go ahead and make your attack rolls. Uh, 22. Yeah, that hits. And then, Fury of Blows after, so two more. I think a five is gonna miss. Five does miss. Uh, and then a 18. Uh, the 18 hits. Cool. You hit twice with your... Twelve damage. Twelve damage? Okay. Uh, and then, I'm um, Since Fury of Blows hit, if I land Fury of Blows, it must succeed on a dexterity saving throw. Or be knocked prone, it must make a sink saving throw if it fails. It can be pushed back 15 feet. And it can't take reaction to the end of its next turn. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to have it make a dexterity saving throw or be knocked prone. Uh, you see, like, the your hand, like, claws into her, and she doesn't budge at all. Um, okay. And she does this. Um, so she, she, she passes. Crit on a fucking save, but can't crit on a hit. <laughs> uh, okay, so you go, you get right up into the mix. Um, Talia is going to go next. Talia is, let's see what you can do, Talia. Um, Talia is going to... Talia, like, casts a, a puff of, like, toxic gas out of her hand that, like, goes over you, Alexos, and, like, into the mouth of this of this creature here. Uh, but she's just, like, coughs a little bit and waves it off, seemingly unaffected. Uh, Jade, that's going to be your turn. You have this, obviously, this large lady in the middle of the room and then three other, like, uh, warriors throughout here. Hmm. So I'm still slipped into the shadows. I can make a sneak attack on whichever closest acolytes. Uh, yeah, go ahead. So which one's is closest? 
uh, equidistant, doesn't matter. Okay, so number one. Okay. So that would be with the short sword. No, you can sneak attack with your bow if you want. Okay, so. But if you want to like stay into the stay in the shadows and like pop out, release an arrow, uh, you can do that. So I'm gonna hunter's mark on acolyte two. Okay, you transfer your hunter might from Alexos to number two. To six. Yeah, that's a six. Uh, what do you add to it? You add plus five, so that's an eleven total, and that's gonna hit actually. Uh, so go ahead and roll your d8 plus three for your damage, um, and then two d6 for the sneak attack in your hunter's mark. Okay, so let's <laughs> go a little too quick. What was it? One more time. So one d8 plus three for your just regular bow attack, uh, and then one d6 for your sneak attack, one d6 for your hunter's mark. Four on the D eight. So seven total. And six for the extra damage. Uh so you pop out of the shadows, release an arrow, uh finish him. So I see is I have a hunter's mark on him from out of the shadows. I just trace I trace his forehead and stick an arrow right through it. Pull back, same thing, just like your your massive frame. Allows you to pull the bow back so much farther than most other people. Put an arrow right through his fucking eye and just falls down. Um, um, and you can use a bonus action to try and like rehide if you want to. Yeah. Actually, you shadows. transferred your hunter's mark as a bonus action. I transferred. Yeah, I was gonna say I transferred hunter's mark. Um. I shouldn't have activated it on Axios anymore. Um. So, uh, the one bandit sees, uh, this bandit's charmed outside. He's out of the fight. Nothing's going to happen to this guy. Fuck it. Uh, that guy is charmed outside. Uh, but the one bandit sees where, uh, uh, Jade shot the arrow from is going to run over to you. 11 to hit is not parry. going to, uh, you don't even need to parry. It's not going to hit regularly. Okay. Um, so this guy runs up to you, he's like, ah, slashes at you with a sword. Um, other one is going to, uh, raise up his staff. They, the, the two, the acolytes seem to have more of like staves and like in one hand and a little sword in the other is going to raise up a staff and, uh, shoot this like blast of fire out at, uh, Jade. Uh, give me a dexterity saving throw. That's also a d20, right? Yeah. Plus four, be 14. 14. Uh, the fire, like, kind of bears into the wall uh, and does not hit you. Um, Boxy is just, like, going to go and go after this one... Um, I fucking crit again. Can't crit for my monsters, <laughs> but I can crit for my NPCs. Uh, Boxy's gonna turn to the bandit that attacked Jade and literally just fucking eat him whole. Just... <laughs> Tasty. Yeah, uh, that's disturbing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> fuck me. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> um... 
let's see what we can do here. Uh, obviously, this this uh, cat lady is going to go after you. Uh, I like this one. Does a 13 hit you, Alexos? Nope. I had an AC of 17. That one's going to hit you. Um... So she, like, buries her claw into you, but instead of, like, doing any damage, it, like, goes spectral before it hits you, and, like, you feel like your heart or something is, like, something is, like, gripping at your heart, and you feel like you're under some sort of magic effect, uh, but no damage is done to you. Um, and then as a... Bonus action. I have no fucking bonus action spells. Cool. Sweet. Um, Demetrius, that's you. How far away from me is Acolyte 1? He was uh, 30 feet? Yeah, he's about 30 feet from me. Okay, I need to make him... need to have him make a con save DC 10. Fails. So he's uh, casting infestation on him. So he's going to take six, uh, sorry, 1d6 poison damage, which is a five. Okay. And because I was hidden, do I get I get a, another d6 on that? No, so, that's just for rogue. That's a that's oh, okay. that's because um, Jade is a rogue. Okay. Okay. Uh, so you cast this swarm of bugs. That like raise out of the ground and I start covering. He's like ah ah ah, um, and that's you, Alexos. You are like feeling this like weird type of type of way here. Um, um do your do your things though. Uh, just gonna attack her. Okay. Uh, dirty twenty. Hits. Uh, six, eight damage. Okay. Uh, and as a bonus action, I'm just going to spend another key point and just do patient defense, which is you take that dodge action as a bonus action on my turn. Okay. All right. Um, Talia is going to shoot at the lady. What does Talia add to hit? Talia does hit. Um, as she's kind of like moves in off the side a little bit. Um, and shoots an arrow into her. Um, cool. Uh, Jade, that's your turn. Acolyte 1 is heavily, right? Uh, he's injured pretty bad. He's injured. Make him a deck save. Uh, he's gonna pass your DC. Hail of horns. Uh, go ahead and make your attack roll. Uh, and see if you hit. Do not hit. Three. Three? Uh, no. You actually aren't gonna hit. So, your hail of thorns is still gonna be active for you. Uh, but you, like, release your arrow, uh, and it sails over his head. Um, speaking of him, as he shakes the bugs off, 
Um, does not really have much in the way of damaging spells. Um, Talia is going to have to make a deck save. Why would I not roll below a 15 for my friends? <laughs> <laughs> um, Boxy's going to run over to the Acolyte here. I fucking crit again. That's the third fucking... Oh, the Lords yeah. of Chaos are, are in our favor today. Thanks for the dice tower, sweetie. Uh, yeah, Boxy, again, this time he takes his tongue, wraps it around the neck of the guy, and pops his fucking head. Um, Dude, you fight so disturbingly. <laughs> what do you expect? I'm a fucking monster. <laughs> Uh, okay. Alexos, give me a wisdom saving throw with disadvantage, please. Alright, what's a d12, you fuck that? Uh, I rolled a 16 and a 10, so 10 plus 4, 14. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> you see, she points at you and says, Serve me. Um, and you're like, you feel this like still from like inside, like your ability to resist is weakened somehow. Um, but you are able to somehow resist and uh, you feel that you do not need to serve her. I just roar in her face. <laughs> we could have been great, you and I. Uh, that's her fucking turn, of course. Uh, which brings us back up to Demetrius, or back down to Demetrius. Alright, I'm casting Magic Missile at a second level honor. Okay. Grabbing my D4. So this is 4D4. 4D4 plus 1, so... Thirteen damage. Uh, out of your staff, these like little bursts of magic energy come out and like impact her. She's like, ah, ah. Uh, uh, super displeased with how things have been going for her lately. Uh, Alexos, it's your turn again. Uh, I'll just attack. Fifteen. Uh, yes, hits. Another eight damage. Okay. Uh... That's my turn. Alright, um, Talia is just gonna... Oh, no, go ahead, if you want to finish off. Um... I have to... Because the get a technical spell just for BLE. I don't know if it's going to work on her, but I might as well try it, because it's a cool-ass feature. I'm going to use Daunting Roar as a bonus action. Okay. Well, uh, creatures I... of your choice within 10 feet of you can hear you must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or become frightened of you until the end of the next turn. The DC is 8 plus my proficiency plus your constitution, so that becomes my con is plus 2. Proficiency is plus 2, so what? 8 plus 6, 10, 11, 12? 12. 12. 
Uh, she looks terrified. <laughs> Tali's gonna go and attack her. Uh, Tali's gonna hit, uh, as, like, she's, like, starts to turn and run. Uh, Tali does another good chunk of damage there. Uh, Jade, you're up again. Your hunter's, or your hail of thorns is still active for your next hit. Uh, you can transfer the hunter's mark as a bonus action if you would like. Uh, transfer it. Okay, so you trans you mark her. Um. I know five ain't gonna hit. Nope. Uh, but you still have your hail of thorns going on. Um. Boxy's just gonna go get up in her face. I rolled a 19 this time. Um, <laughs> as he attacks her with his, his fucking tongue. Uh, and like, clubs her, but she doesn't get fucking head popped like the other guy does. Um. Uh, Alexos, give me an opportunity attack if you would like. Um. Hell yeah. Uh, 13? 13 just hits. Uh, it's gonna be 6 damage. Uh, so you and Boxy both, like, get a swipe on her as she runs away from you. Uh, but as you then, as you do, you can see these, uh, three, uh, illusion, like, three duplicates of her appear. Um, kind of, like, swirling around. Uh, like, you can see, like, her body has, like, these weird duplicates going on. Um, Demetrius, that's you. I'm going to cast Toll of the Dead on her. So she needs to make a Wisdom save DC 10. Come on. Don't fail me, please. Hey, she makes it. Damn. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so Demetrius, that's her. Uh, that's, that's what she's got. Uh, Alexos, that brings us to you. Uh, I'm just go right in her face again. Okay. If she runs from you. Um, and just fucking go at her. Uh, I'm gonna use three of her blows this time too, so three attacks. Okay. Last key points. Um, one's going to be a 15 and a 14, and the other is going to be a... Oof, a 9. Uh, the first two hit. There we go. A 4 and a 3. So 4 is what? 8 damage, and the 3 is 7 damage. Uh, you see the first hit, like, it, like, you claw her as you do that. Uh, mm -hmm. And then the second hit, like it, like crashes into some sort of illusory barrier and doesn't actually do any damage to her. Okay, so the first one was that the fewer blows landing or just a regular? Just the regular. Okay. Uh, and I'm all good. Tali is gonna go. Talia misses. Ooh, okay. Um, as Talia, like, goes to shoot an arrow at her. Uh, Jade, give me your move. 
Uh, still, Hunter's Mark. I mean, Hunter's Mark. Hailthorn's uh, active. Hailthorn's is active. 10. 10 total, or is that after you added your that stuff? That's 10 total. Was 10 what I you mean, rolled on the dice? Yeah, attack. just attack roll was 10. Because you add 5 to your attack rolls. So, 15 oh. total. Uh, and a 15 does hit, so go ahead and roll your stuff. And uh, Alexos, I'm going to need you to make a deck save. Two as you're right there. Uh, uh, that's a D8. So you're going to roll no. a D8, a D6, and then uh, a D10. So six so far. Eight. Eight total between all three dice? Yep. Uh okay. How much of that was the the D ten? Uh D ten was zero. Oh, so that's that's a ten. That's a 10. <laughs> okay, so ten. Okay, ten okay. and then uh... so Alexos and Sorry. her take five from the Hail of Thorns plus Nine more. Um, I picked them up as soon as I said zero. (laughs) She looks pissed off. um, But that's you. Uh, Boxy's going to stay through and keep chomping, baby. Boxy's going to miss, though. He's like, Boxy fucking coughs up a hairball. Uh, She's like, oh, I shouldn't eat that fucking cat. (laughs) Um... I holler down. I holler down to Alexa. Sorry, man. I had to do it. Uh, she's How no longer frightened by you. She's gonna hit you with her first attack, Alexos. You're seventeen. Is yes, your She hits you twice. Um. She like claws at you. Uh. First off, and then uh stabs you with her dagger. You take 23 damage from the claws. Um, And then six more damage from the dagger as she, like, turns back. I will fucking make you pay for this. Claws at you with her, like, her giant front lion paw slashing down on you uh, and then stabs you with your dagger as, as you, like, recoil. Um... How much total was that again? 29 total damage. Jesus. I rolled two tens on my D10s. <laughs> um, okay. Demetrius, that's you. Okay. Testing fireballs on her. Okay. Oh, please don't. Uh, make your oh, attack roll. Because <laughs> uh, it's firebolt, not fireball. Oh, fireball. I thought you yeah. said fireball for a second. I was oh, like, please bolt. don't. Please don't. <laughs> I just made this guy. <laughs> Roll a 20 on the attack. Yeah, that hits. Is that a nat 20 or just a dirty 20? Uh, dirty 20. Okay. Okay. For 10 damage. Okay. <laughs> she looks a little... I mean, she she's a little more composed after just fucking up Alexos right there. Uh, but still is 
not happy with what's happening. Uh, Alexos, that is your move here. Uh, I'm just going to take a disengage real quick. Okay. Uh, so you, like, hop out of the way as she, like, tries to swipe down at you again. Um, and then half my movement speed is 20, so I'll just move 20 away. Okay. And then just chug a health potion. All right. Uh, give me 4d4 plus 4. 4 plus 4. And that will be my turn, so someone else can go. Okay. Uh, Talia's up. Talia is going to go ahead and... Uh, Talia's going to run up a little closer and, um, like, pull out her staff again and slam it into the ground. Um, Boxy and her need to make constitution saves. So she, like, slams her staff into the ground, like, caresses forward this, like, gust of, like, electrical and, like, force energy. Um... Uh, that they each take some damage from. Um, doing a little bit of work there. Jade, that's you, man. Cast Hunter's Mark on her. Yeah, your Hunter's Mark's already there. And you have no spell slots left, so you can't cast anything else new. Four. Uh, miss. Excuse me, five. Misses. Um, Boxy's gonna go. I need a die feel now. Boxy hits, and he's gonna like make a bite at her. Uh, Boxy rolled real fucking shit on his damage. Uh, so he only does six. Uh, Boxy, like, bites at her, but she kind of, like, shrugs it off almost. Uh, and then she goes after Boxy next. Give me a good die, baby. Give me this one. I haven't rolled this one all night. That wasn't a good die. She, uh, swings and misses at Boxy with his first attack. Ooh, poor Boxy here. With the second attack. Oh, shit. This isn't good. Uh, yep, she created. 4d10 plus 3. I didn't roll any 10s this time. <laughs> 5, 8, 16, 19. I'm going to do... Uh, <laughs> She does less damage with that attack than she did onto, uh... <laughs> uh 29 damage to a fucking bunk. She does 23 damage to him. <laughs> as she just, like, buries her paw on him. He's like, oh, fuck! This isn't good, guys. Uh, Demetrius, that's your turn. Hey, are... <clears throat> Excuse me, we are cast casting Chill Touch. Okay. Add a force. Uh, you hear this like necrotic ghostly hand reaches out to touch her as she's like swinging down on boxy and like misses as she like moves through it uh alexos that's you again man no oh, fuck it. i'm gonna run back up to her okay took that health potion hit my chest a couple of times to pump me up 
<laughs> Let's go. I'm gonna jump through a table here. Hell yeah. Oh, that 20. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah, no, sick. Go ahead and do it. That's awesome. I love it. Right? Uh, at least I rolled pretty shitty on my damage die. Four plus four is what? Eight? Eight, yeah. <clears throat> Uh, it damage total. Uh, she's looking pretty bad. Not like, not like gonna die in a hit or two, but it's looking pretty rough. Uh, Talia is gonna do. Um, Talia's gonna cast. Uh, poison spray again. Could have used that nat 20 somewhere else, but instead it's going to be on the save. Uh, so no poison effect to the lady. Um, Jade, your turn again. 17. 17 is going to hit. Let's go ahead and roll your d8 plus 3 and then a d6. Total. Uh, you see, like, the last, uh, like, a deflection of, uh, blue damage, or, like, a, a blue, like, magic disperses as you hit her. Uh, but you can see that there's no more, like, magical effect, um, coming around her as she goes. Um, Boxy's, like, what the fuck, near? Um, Boxy hits. Ooh, Boxy did big boy shit right there. Uh, 17 plus... No, 17. Uh, so yeah, Boxy... Boxy takes another bite into her. As he's, like, he's, like, tangled up with her. But she's, like, so big that he... He can't even, like, get a full grapple on her. But he can still, like, bite into her. A little bit. Um... Uh... It's her... She, like, shrugs Boxy off. She's going at you again, Alexos. <laughs> Miss is on her first attack. That's this one's good. been That's rolling good. good. Two fours. Neither of those hit. Hell yeah. Uh, Demetrius, that's you. <coughs> Testing Toll of the Dead. She needs to make a DC 10 wisdom save. No dice tower this time. Do it for me. Yeah. Saved. Okay. Alexos. Uh, Alexos, your turn. Uh, sorry, I was reading something. Um, trying to get familiar because I've never played a monk before. It's very fucking confusing. Yeah, it's a lot of shit. It's so much shit to fucking. I've look. looked into monks for like a couple character ideas. Yeah, like... there's a lot of shit. <laughs> uh, just gonna tag again. Okay. 13. Hits. Ooh, God. She's not wearing any armor or anything. It's like an exposed top half, which is like a very She's tasteful... She's also a large, also yeah, a large monster. With a very tasteful cloth over her breast. Ooh. Yummy. Um, 4 plus 4, 8. 8 damage? Yeah. 
Uh, she's looking pretty, pretty fucked up. Uh, Talia has not been having luck with the spells, so she's just gonna go for it. Of course, gonna bear an arrow into her. For 10 more damage, as Talia, uh, releases an arrow into her, uh, and fucks her up. Uh, Jade, that's you, man. Alexos is distracting her enough, correct? Yeah. Stealth check. Uh, to fucking, yeah. Go ahead and roll, give me a stealth check. Five. Uh, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I forgot to add on to it. So, nine. Uh, she seems distracted with other shit that you can probably get at her without noticing, without her noticing. Sneak attack with a sword. Okay, so you're gonna sneak up to her. Um, you can do that with your movement. Go ahead and make your sword attack. Which you had four to. Nine, uh, eighteen. Eighteen. Uh, yeah, that hits. Give me a d6 plus two for your sword and another d6 for your, um, sneak attack. So, three on the sword attack. I mean, excuse me, two on the sword attack plus three, is that? Plus two. So, four. Plus two, so four. And then one on the sneak attack. Uh, okay, so five total damage. Uh, I mean, it still does not look happy, but you stab her, you stab into her. Um, she, like, looks, turns and looks at you and is like, I will get one of you. Um, Boxy is... Boxy hits again. My boy. You're my boy, Boxy. Uh, Boxy cracks into her. She's, she's looking like she's not gonna survive another round. Um... But she's going to turn to Jade and says, I'm just going to take you out one at a time. Uh, make her first attack. Your AC is 13, so the first attack misses. Why wouldn't it? Fine, you're not going to go here. Second attack is going to hit you. Harry. Second attack is not going to hit you. Oh, I thought you said it did hit. No. Not with the parry, it's not. Um, so she, like, she, like, she misses with her claws as, like, she bites, swings down on you, but then she, like, backhands with the dagger, and then you throw up the magical braces Artemis gave you and just knock the dagger out of the way. Because, you know, what fun is the monsters doing damage at all? <laughs> and then that brings us to Demetrius. You dealt 29 damage to me! <laughs> Yeah, that was fun, right? Like, don't, know, we, don't, we, don't we want to do more of that? <laughs> Demetrius, no. it's your turn. I was tied in one turn, are you kidding? <laughs> Serious note on that parry, there's only one time, right? Yes, once per okay. short rest you can do that. Got it. Testing. Actually, you know, I'm going to try Tone of the Dead again. So she needs to make a DC 10 wisdom save. She fails. <laughs> So she takes 1d12 necrotic damage. 12 necrotic damage. Demetrius, go ahead and finish her. <laughs> <laughs> right, so as she's fighting 
with <laughs> with Foxy and Alexos and occupied with everything going on around her, I just make this giant bell form over her and ring it. <laughs> form this bell around her sure. head. She's like, what the fuck? And then just like, and like her head like fucking like shakes inside this like reverberating echo of this giant bell and literally just explodes. <laughs> As her body slumps to the ground. <laughs> Defeated. Congrats. Uh Alexa's just gonna put his hands on his knees and go, that was a little a little close. He looks down at his chest with like the fresh marks on the stab wound in the side of his body and goes goes should probably get that checked out. Yeah, I can see why all you guys fucking died before. Yeah. I walk over to Alexos and give him my potion and said, GG's brother. I mean I'm good now. Don't worry about me. It was just that was in the middle of there. A little close. <laughs> I will never doubt you again, ever. Yeah, like I said, I punch really hard. Okay. Um, so you guys have this dead uh, body here. Um, and, like, all these other, like, tabaxi servants that she had with her. Um, and you're in this, like, great room. There's obviously, like, there's, like, stores of, like, wheat and, uh, like, crops, basically. Um, there's, obviously, treasures, like, there's gold. There's, like knickknacks, trinkets, weapons, armors uh, that have been taken from the city and the people that were killed coming up here. Um, and then there's like a couple rooms to explore. I think we should explore the rooms. Okay. Uh, there's Off this main hall, there's two, two rooms. There's one on the left and one on the right. I'm going to go into the one on the left. Okay. I'll go to the one on the right. Uh, both of you make Investigation checks. I'm closest 18. to uh, seventeen. I'm closest to Alexos, so I'm gonna follow him. Uh, okay. Um, Alexos gets in the room first. Uh, Alexos, what you see, uh, Jay, you're not quite there to see it yet. Uh, you see this like brilliant golden dagger. Um, it doesn't have like a, like a deep handguard, but it has a, like a small handguard in it, but it's a very nice dagger, um, with a shining emblem of like the sun with like a, a, um, yellow gem in the, like the middle of the like handguard area, kind of where it connects to the handle. Um, the pommel. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And now the pommel's the thing on the end, on the on the bottom of the dagger. Yeah, the pommel, like the, the cross guard. The, the cross guard. That's what. I, that's <laughs> yeah. that's the word I was looking for. Uh, with like a, it has like a yellowish gem in the cross guard, and like etched into the gold around it is like the rest of the symbols of the sun, like flames offshooting. Um, looks like a dope ass fucking dagger. Demetrius, in the other room, Demetrius, you step into this room whereas like the main hall was well lit and bright and had all this activity of this like music and everything 
silence echoes so loudly. You could hear the skittering of rat across the floor. Um, as you step into the room, one dim torch lights up the whole opposite wall where you see seven people strung up by their hands with their blood being drained out of them. And that's where we'll end our session. Jax, last we left you, you were hanging upside down in this cave. Heat is sweltering. Uh, you can just feel like palpable humidity. Sweat drips down your forehead. Uh, it's falling below you. You can see no evidence of fire in this room, but just like the weight of all these chains wrapped around you and just like you almost feel like you're like in a volcano or something. Um, last we left you, Ares was taunting you with a dagger. Uh, and Apollo had just stepped out of the shadows in this blinding light. Um, go ahead and give me an insight check. Uh, it's going to be a 14. Uh, 14. The one thing you can think about Apollo is that the priest of Delphi, who uh, that group that at least looked like um, the priest of Delphi, uh, they were servants of Apollo. Um, but you don't know if that was like a disguise that they had pulled, or if that was the actual people. Um, mm -hmm. Apollo steps in and says, <laughs> Ooh, man, pissing off the war god. I would not have recommended that. <laughs> Jax just kind of takes a deep breath, closes his eyes, and just keeps his faith. Well... We got a couple big boy business things to attend to. So I think Ares, we should just leave him here, let him sweat sweat it out for a little bit. Uh Ares is like he like cuts you one more time with the dagger and says, I'll be back, little buddy. Don't you worry. Um And he like he, he like throws his dagger and like just sticks like whereas like a normal dagger would just like stick into the ground, like in the tip. His dagger like sticks all the way up to the cross guard uh, as he throws it in the ground. Uh, this is. <laughs> they leave. You can't really get a sense of of how long it is. Um, eventually. Uh, so before we go on, can I make an insight check to see if like our pact has been broken? Oh uh, yeah. It's still like, or if we're still pretty connected. Yeah. Go ahead and make a either insight or religion. Okay. Uh. So they do religion because I'm proficient in religion. Um, it's going to be a 19. You actually do not feel like your pact is broken. Um, you get the sense that he is he's upset, he's a little frustrated, has some anger issues, but has not decided to like completely sever ties with you just yet. If yeah. that makes sense. Um so, so feeling that during that entire time, Jax is alone. He's just going to keep his, keep praying, keep his faith a little bit. Um, Hopefully, Ares sees that he's like, didn't like piss him off like intentionally. Like, it was more just kind of unintentional, just being frustrated, trying to learn something with Ares being the way he is. You, you sit in, or hang as here. Uh, for, you know, hours, days, you, you can't tell, uh, realistically. Um, 
uh, when you hear like what sounds like a door open and close and a, a woman's voice uh, say oh you poor sweet thing yeah there's this is where he keeps his new toy no wonder he's spending a little less time with me uh, walking out of like the shadows where this doorway is um, is a would be like a six foot tall human woman long flowing blonde hair um but the hair is kind of like chromatic and reflective like each step she takes uh it like changes colors from like a blonde to a pink to like a blue to a silver to a brown but like mainly blonde but like you don't know if it's like delirium or whatever like the hair is like changing colors uh she wears a like very skimpy top uh that's blue and like a light blue like a dark blue and a light blue kind of mixed into one uh and like a a short uh toga skirt uh she comes up to you and says like bends down so her face at your face and says uh oh sweetie i'm so sorry he does this to you Aphrodite? In the flesh. Huh. Never would have thought I would meet you. Well, you know. I like Ares. I, you know, sometimes it's fun for me to check in on his hobbies. And she, like, pokes the chains and you, like, swing back and forth a little bit. Why are you even here? Do you want the truth? Kinda? I spend all my time fucking Ares so he calms down and doesn't behave like a maniac. Okay? So I need the people he trusts, the people that he's close to, to kind of stroke his ego a little bit. He... He has some problems, uh, and like... As she like she like reaches out and touches your face and like you can feel your body kind of like rejuvenate a little bit like you feel it getting better she says um he has some problems but you know it's much better that he's on our side and not somebody else's okay so i want you to keep that in mind if you ever get out of here uh yeah i mean he's been there in my darkest days for me so never meant to piss him off it was more just bubbling frustration that kind of took out on everybody and it pissed him off the most so hey, hey. i hear you i see you i understand that he needs a little extra attention a little extra just a little extra care in these type of things okay i know i know you didn't mean to I heard about what happened. There's a tense situation. I get it. I don't want to see you tortured. I don't want you up here. I don't want him spending all his time here. You know, fucking with you. I'd rather him spend his time with me. Or doing something else that's actually productive. But no. But... Can you help me to help you? 
Uh, depends on what it is. I mean, if it's just stroking his ego, I'm probably one of the best at it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, other than you, obviously, but... That forest you, in, you went into and said there was nothing. Yeah. You went back. Yeah. So, would you mind enlightening me on what nothing is? No? Well, but nothing was just a safe place to hide. You know, I mean, the dense forest there, whatever, we couldn't find what it was that was in there, but it was magical in nature. But that forest, it was just so dense and so packed that the Athenians probably couldn't track us when we went in there, and we just thought it would be a safe place to gather ourselves. Give me a deception check. Fuck, I forgot my Chris was so bad on Jax. <laughs> oh, God. Natural 20. You're fucking <laughs> kidding me. That's the only way you would succeed, is if you rolled a natural 20. Um, however, you can see Aphrodite is not the fool that Ares is. Um, yeah. You're not telling me the truth. Yeah, I know you found something there. You had no reason to go back there. Based off what I've seen and what I've heard. Did Ares tell you what we were looking for? No. Our little sister Artemis has uh, gone missing. Pretty sure she's hiding in that forest based off the fact that... No gods can enter there. Our magic can't penetrate it. I mean, when I went in there, I did definitely feel my connection to Ares weakened a lot. But we didn't find anything. We found a stump that was like, had a cage in it, and that was it. What was in the cage? Oh, uh, we couldn't tell. We didn't open it. Make another deception check. Uh, 18. Uh, she reaches out her hand on you, uh, and you feel compelled to tell the truth that you saw the bow, like the magic glowing bow in the stump. Mm -hmm. I mean, I didn't get a quite good look at it, but I, I could tell it was a weapon of some sort. A bow, perhaps? Maybe, I think. Honestly, all of this being chained up, for how long, God knows long, my memory's kind of a little fuzzy. Oh, you poor thing. It's okay. I know what you found in that forest. Or, maybe didn't find, but I know, I'm smart enough to know it's there. I'm sure you figured this out by now, but not all Olympians are, uh, Nice, or good, per se. I've known that for a while. But I'm one of the good ones, so if you have a secret, you can tell me. Oh. I'm not trying to hurt you. I, I actually don't want you chained up here. I want you to return to your friends, because stopping the eclipses 
very important. Uh, but I mean, I have nothing to hide other than the stuff that I've been going through. Like, I can't shake it, but there's a feeling that Apollo is in on it somehow. I don't know if Ares is connected because him and Apollo came in and saw me before they left. But the priests of Apollo, I don't know if it was disguised or is actually them. They're the ones that took the king. Thank you for sharing. Uh, and she walks out of the room. And that's where we Okay, everybody, thank you for tuning in to episode 9 of the Epic of Idiots Rolling Dice. Uh, this was a fun session. Uh, sorry, Daisy couldn't make it, but unfortunately, life happens sometimes, and that is the case. So, this was our first episode that we live-streamed on YouTube. Uh, I haven't gone back and watched the footage yet, but I hopefully it went pretty well, um, and it was usable. If things change, maybe it'll go back to Twitch, but uh, for the foreseeable future, the live streams of the, of the sessions are going to be on uh, YouTube from now on, along with all the cut down videos at the end. Um, so that's good for that. Uh, obviously, thank you for tuning in. My name is Bimic. I am the DM for this whole game. Storyteller, all that shit. It's the guy who sucks at rolling. Uh, I am joined by uh, Daisy Kicks Not Here Tonight, uh, who plays Talia. Um, Jimmy, who plays uh, Jay Dragonborn, play who plays Demetrius Slungwing, and Vax, who tonight was playing Alexos. Uh, so next week, I think we're actually going to be off again, unfortunately, as I have somewhere to be on that day. Um, schedule's going to be a little weird um, for the next, for the month of October. Uh, we'll probably only have two sessions for the entire thing, um, but that's that'll be okay. Uh, and maybe... If the team feels like it without me on one of the nights, they could get together and play as well. Uh, I will pitch that idea to them. Um, but yes, that is good stuff. We thank you for being here. Hope you all have a good night or day whenever you're listening to this. 